We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. The Detroit Lions played their first preseason game against the New England Patriots and lost 31-3. Should we hit the panic button? Find out on episode 32 of The Pride Podcast. going on guys welcome back to episode 32 of the pride podcast on the blue wire network sponsored by shipstation.com i'm tyler from lions nation i'm pierre from detroit lions fan page what's going on everybody i am malcolm i'm with the detroit lions video page all right guys so the detroit lions just completed their first preseason game versus the new england patriots and uh and <laughs> not very much positive words that come away from this game. Um, I'll just start off with the final score was 31-3. to But in preseason, you don't really try to take too much away from the score. But we're going to evaluate some individual performances and kind of like take some observations what we saw in this game. But, um, I mean, it, it was an ugly game. I mean, there's not really, you know, it was, it was very ugly to say the very least. But, Pierre, we're going to start off with you. What are some quick observations you got to say about, you know, your first glance seeing this team in game action? I want to say one thing first. Uh, Everyone needs to relax. It's the first preseason game. A lot of starters weren't playing. A lot of our backups are hurt. Um, Yeah, so I'll get into it. And you win football games in the trenches. We say this, like, every year. Every coach says it. Every player says it. And the Lions got dominated. The O-line got dominated. The second team O-line got dominated. And the second team or, like, the defensive line could not generate any pressure at all. That's that's what will happen. When you give a quarterback all day to throw, guys are going to get open. Corners can't cover all day. And offensively, I mean, you can't block. 
quarterback's going to get slander. Runs are going to get, uh, you're not going to gain anything on a run, you know? So that's just like my little thoughts. Malcolm, what do you think? Okay, so this is my first time looking at this team this year. I know you guys had a couple of looks at them in training camp, and this is my first time really looking at them. And I'm not going to really look too much into it because we didn't really see too many starters. I think we only had the O-line played the first drive. Um, and then on defense, we had Slay out there. That was that was a shocker. I didn't think Slay was going to be out there. Um Tracy Walker was out there. I heard Romeo Cora was out there, and um, Justin Coleman was out there as well. So yeah. they had they had a few starters out there, but it wasn't definitely wasn't our full roster. So everybody, I mean, if anybody's in panic mode right now, like, oh no, this team, this preseason game looked worse than last year's preseason game. You gotta relax right now because none of the, like the the real starters didn't really play. Now what I took from this game is. Everything you told me about the quarterbacks were true. <laughs> I mean, um, yeah. Tom Savage didn't look too bad. I mean, he was two for three for 40 yards, which is not that bad for the time he had. He got hurt. Um, I'm hoping that is not something serious that would hold him out because he does look like a solid backup, um, Tom Savage. And there was a play that, that actually that he made that opened my eyes when he threw that pass to um, Brandon Powell. Between yeah. the, those two defenders, that was a money pass. That was that was a that was a damn good pass, you know. So he looks like he could be a backup, a, a damn good backup for us. So I I like what I saw from him. I'm and like I said, I'm hoping that he could come back now to the other quarterback, um, Tyler's favorite quarterback. Oh no 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 no! <laughs> David Fells. I mean, he was at one point at one point of the game, he was two for ten. Like it was just. He lived it up was, to my expectations. It was it was it was awful. But he ended the day with he ended the day five for fourteen for sixty two yards. I guess he you know he piled up a, a good drive at the end, but then just ended with sacks after sacks after sacks. That own that second unit O line just did not look good. I'm not sure if it was a new protection scheme. I didn't know if it was communication. It just looked bad. Um, guys were just they, just they were just getting manhandled out there. Toro Cosby, um, he's he, he was a bright spot of our team last year. He's a guy that I actually looked at and I was like, okay, he might he might eventually be a starter. He might, who knows? He could might be a starter this year if he balls out in preseason, you know. But he has a lot of work to do. Um, it, just watching him against just guys who come off the line a little bit faster. He, he he struggled with those guys, you know. Jamie Collins had a sack on him and Chase Winovich. From this year's draft, got two sacks on him. So he has a lot of work to do. The whole O line has a lot of work to do. The secondary, my God! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the secondary just looked—it didn't look good. I, I see what you guys talk about. Mike Ford, another one, promising last year, did not look good. Did not I, I just at all? Yeah, um, Tyler, what, what did you took? What do you take from this game? Um. Am I in panic mode? No, I am not. It's just kind of like disappointing to see the the depth. I guess did we build up this team and to see kind of what they put out there was really disappointing and underwhelming. Um, seeing some guys who had you know, you know, we were missing a lot of guys. You know, Mike Daniels was not out there. 
Deshaun Hand, Austin Bryan, Aishon. There's a lot of starters not out there, but um, that's secondary. Uh, Amani Arue, like I've been saying, like the past few episodes, he's just not ready. Like, if you expected Amani Arue to start week one, like, I don't want to be that guy, but just get that out of your mind. Like, that's not happening. No, absolutely not. Yeah. Um, you know, he still has, you know, he had some nice plays where he's keeping up with the receivers, but, you know, it's just that double move sometimes that gets to him. You know, it just, it, it's, I don't know. He, he needs time. You know, he could, he saw his potential. He needs to develop, but let's get back to the offense. I just want to start off with the offensive line. I mean, uh, it's kind of, I don't want to say expected, but so I, I've been saying the first team offensive line with Frank Ragnow has looked pretty good. You know, they've looked solid, you know, nothing to brag about, but you know, it's, it's, it's good enough. It's getting Stafford to the production. This is just from training camp, but going into the preseason, we kind of saw a bunch of second team offensive linemen together. We saw, uh, Terrell Crosby, Joe Dahl, Ode Ibushi, oh. Andrew oh, Donnell, oh. Leo Kalamaki, oh, all on the same line. And not good. Yeah, it was just not good at all. And when you see them all together, they're not going to look good. And that's what I was saying yesterday, actually. If you guys listen, I said Joe Dahl looked a lot better when he played with Frank Ragnall. So that's why I said I don't know who has a lead over Kenny Wiggins or Joe Dahl because both guys have looked all right with Frank Ragnall, but both guys haven't looked, you know, outstanding or, you know, they've looked, they've struggled, actually. You know, I thought Leo Dahl was solid today, though. Like, I, I, I did, too, but that's, crazy. yeah. Yeah, you know, I'm just saying he looks so much better when he is out there with a starting unit compared to playing with Kilimaki and whoever, whoever the hell was on the offensive line. Oh, man. Andrew Dinell. Andrew Dinell. Yeah, it was just, it it was tough, man. It was really really tough to watch. And then David Fales lived up to every expectation I've been talking about for the last (laughs) two weeks. All those words I've said, hot trash, garbage, waste management, it, it lived up to it. And... You asked if he got gotten better. I said, sure, because he really couldn't have done much worse for what he did week one. So, uh, <laughs> David Phils is not making the team, so I'm not really concerned about that. And then, um, you know, my guy actually made a few plays. Brandon Powell, you know, had a few nice catches. And, yeah. you know, it, we, we, we had a huge blow, honestly, to the offense today. Jermaine Curse uh, reportedly, I guess, broke his leg. So, that's it is a big loss to the offense. So, there's going to be some guys – are going to need to step up on that on that wide receiver spot specifically, and we've mentioned that they do have the depth behind Jermaine Curse and you know Brandon Powell. So it's definitely going to be interesting to see uh, you know who steps up in that role. But you know they definitely have a lot of work to do. You know it's going to be interesting to see next week's preseason game versus Houston. I assume a lot of workouts at the quarterback position, some offensive linemen, and some cornerbacks. Um, it's definitely in maybe even some defensive line because I mean, our starting defensive line looks really oh. good, right? But we need some depth oh, behind that. We need some depth behind that defensive line because the guys that were out there today was generate. I, I think I could generate a better pass rush. Well, they were they were doing anything. All right, yeah, but Tyler, I want to stop you for a second. Um, some guys weren't out there. Like Garrett Dooley wasn't out there. Austin Bryant wasn't out there. Malik Carney wasn't out there. Like I don't like to make excuses, but. Like, our backups were hurt. We were playing, like, our backups, backup, backup. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of third, the third team out there. And I, I get it, you know, but it was just, it's not what I expected, you know. I kind of, what disappointed me the most out of everything is, 
you know, this is my first pre, you know, this first preseason game, and I was hoping to see a lot of T.J. Hawkinson. Not even a lot, just at least throw T.J. Hawkinson the damn ball. You know, he didn't even get a, he didn't even get a he, damn he, target. He didn't get a target. T.J. Hawkinson got zero targets on um, this game. I mean, I saw they target Jesse James, which is you know, it's good, but they didn't target T.J. Hawkinson at all. I mean, the offense they really kept it. I mean, T.J. Lang even said it himself on the broadcast. They kept it really like vanilla, and to kind of break that down, just kind of like not doing too, too much in the preseason, kind of saving it, you know, for the regular season. And, you know, I saw on Tuesday, I was at Allen Park, and I saw the Lions' first team first team offense go against that first team New England Patriots defense, and they absolutely shredded them to part. So, and it, it's, you know, like we said, we didn't really see much of our starters. Like we said, you know, we saw some of them, but I just wouldn't take too much into it, you know, Wait till week two, week three preseason. If this is still, the sh- you know, the stuff we're seeing out there around that time, then it might be time to panic. But week one of preseason, it's kind of just it's getting back to game flow, getting back to uh, getting back to action. You know, it's, it's been since January since the last time they played a game, in a, you know, an actual game. So getting back to game action is just, you know, really important. But, you know, if they're struggling, like what they did the, today, in Houston next week or when they play Cleveland at week three or it's Buffalo, my sorry, if they play like that versus Buffalo week three. I mean, then you could start to, you know, that's concerning. You don't, you don't want that, but week one for defending Super Bowl champions. I mean, they, their backups just played better than ours. And that's, that's flat out. I mean, new England did it. I mean, they have that good depth and you got to give kudos to them. They played better than us. They just played better football than us. I want to add something. Um, also, like how you said, like the Lions offense was super vanilla today. Um, even the defense was like we played a lot of single high and uh, some cover two, maybe some little other zones. But but the Patriots, they were loading the box with five, six guys offensively. They, they were like scheming plays up. I mean, because everyone already seen their tape. They were actually running plays. I think we were running base plays, but the Patriots did did run some plays. I think the Patriots kind of like they, they were kind of more prepared, I guess, more kind of a game plan is the kind of game plan for it. Because I saw, I saw plays where there was like five, six guys in the box in a preseason game, which kind of surprised me. I don't know. Did you guys notice that? Yeah, I mean, they what they did is they actually loaded the front to kind of confuse the linemen, our offensive linemen, to see exactly who's coming at them. They'll, they'll put like six guys on the line, and the, the offensive linemen are – the second unit, they got confused. They're trying to point out guys, you know, who's coming and who's not. But they were just—it it was just too much for them. I think more of week three of the preseason when we see the, the starters out there. You know, we got snacks. You know, we got Ashawn out there. You know, we got um, Deshaun Han out there. You know, Kenny Marvin. You know, we usually see a drive from them, and that drive looks promising, man. We're we're back. We're back where we need to be at. I, I do expect a little changes next week. I expect some more guys to play next week. Um, you know, I don't care if they win or lose, honestly. I really I don't give a shit if they win or lose. But um, I just want to see improvements from a depth standpoint. And, you know, seeing a little more starters was, would be nice. But I was I was actually kind of surprised, um, you know, some of the rookies didn't get more reps out there. I know, like, guys like T.J. Hawkinson and Jelani Tavai are expected to be having big roles on this team. But... You know, not even giving T.J. Hawkinson a target was, you know, kind of uh, eye-opening to me. I, I was a little shocked, honestly. And then Jelani Tavai played a little bit in the, the first quarter, and 
I expect to see him a little more, a little more at least like maybe even seen the whole first half, honestly. But um, there was like some specific rookies I thought we would see a little more of. Ty Johnson, you know, when he got the chance, he looked pretty good. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely interesting. You know, we have to give it time, but um, some of the other rookies are uh, either development projects or uh, you have guys like PJ Johnson. <laughs> Yeah, that that's the, that's the thing, guys. Um, just just know that this is the first preseason game. There's no reason to hit the panic button. Um, this team is still talented. The starting unit is, I think, they're really talented. I think what what happened what showed everybody this week is that, you know, we thought this team was really, really, really deep. But it's it, from that first preseason game, it's showing that you know we have some holes in the in the second and third unit. I think that's what this game mainly showed. Yeah, definitely. And I was actually, uh, I mentioned yesterday how it was easier making the 53-man predictions. And I was actually trying to just do a quick glance just right after this Patriots game. And I was kind of like, man, it's just like, I'm not trying to have like the same situations last time. I'm just going by guys that get default spots, you know. But um, like I said, I have to see more. But, uh, you know, right now what I was doing, I was kind of like almost filling out defaults because there's some guys that just really don't think they deserve the spot right now. But, you know, we'll see as more games go on. But let's take a quick break and then, you know, we'll get into a next topic. And When you're selling online, getting your orders can be a real pain. That's why you need ShipStation.com. It's the fastest, easiest, and most affordable way to manage and ship your orders, no matter where you're selling, whether it's Amazon, Etsy, your own website, ShipStation brings you all the orders into one simple interface. ShipStation helps you get orders out quickly, save money on shipping costs, and keep your customers happy. And right now, Blue Wire listeners can try ShipStation free for 60 days when you use the promo code BLUE. There's absolutely no risk if you can start your free trial without even entering your credit card info. ShipStation works with all of the major carriers, including UPS, FedEx, USPS, even Amazon Fulfillment, so you can compare and choose the best shipping solution for you and your customer. No wonder ShipStation is the number one choice for online sellers. You'll ship more in less time with the best rates available. Just visit ShipStation.com. Click on the microphone at the top of the homepage and type blue. That's ShipStation.com. Then enter promo code blue. ShipStation.com. Make ship happen. And we're back. Um, what we're going to do is we're going to highlight two players. Um, one is going to be from the oopsie doopsie category, and one's going to be from the baller of the week category. Um, Tyler, who yeah. is your oopsie doopsie of the first preseason game? Oh, boo-hoo. Let me play a sad song for you on the world's smallest violin. You said I can only choose one guy? You can only choose one guy. You got to pick ah, one. Damn. This is hard. <laughs> I can only choose one guy. Put everybody's uh, name in a hat and just pick one. Okay, so I got an option of David Fails. I got an option of Andy Jones had a few drops out there. Um, we have Terrell Crosby. We have Andrew Janelle. We have Ode Abushi. We have Kenny Wiggins. Man, goddamn, PJ Johnson. The whole defensive line in general. Who the hell do I choose? You know what? I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with Till Crosby. Um, super underwhelming to me today, and 
giving up two sacks to a rookie in Chase Winovich, who I am very high on, who I mentioned in the very previous episodes when we were close to the draft, but that's a whole different topic. But, um, yeah, he gave up two sacks and just had a false start. And he had a very tough day out there. Um, and Terrell Crosby's going to need some improvements. You know, these next few weeks are going to be huge for him. I still think he makes a team. Uh, I don't think that changes, but these next few weeks are going to be huge for Terrell Crosby and improvement. See kind of what his role will be going into the 2019 season. But I don't know. It's it's tough right now. I was very underwhelmed with watching Terrell Crosby today, and I was really disappointed. Yeah, he actually he actually gave up three sacks. He actually three gave sacks. up one wow. to Jamie Collins. Jamie yeah, Collins got one of them. Where Jamie start. Collins just ran right past him. It was yeah, like before yeah. he before Cosby even turned his hips. Yeah. Jamie Collins was already at the quarterback. I was yeah, like, it, damn, like wow. Oh, I forgot to mention Mike Ford as well. He was almost a candidate as well. <laughs> oh wait, did you? Did you give Mike Ford the code? No, 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 okay. no, no, no. Okay. no. Okay. Terrell Crosby, Crosby still got it, but I forgot okay. to, you know, I was going through all the candidates. I forgot to mention Mike Ford. He was uh, okay. up there with the. All right, so Terrell Cosby, oopsie doopsie. Um, Pierre. Yeah. No, this is going to be hard as hell, but I know you can pull this <laughs> off. You could, if anybody could do it, it's you. I had the easiest decision. <laughs> if anybody could do it, it's, it's going to be you. Who, who is the baller of the week of the first preseason game? I have some options. Ty Johnson, uh, Tavon Wilson, uh, Miles Killebrew, and the streaker, the dude who sh- streaked the field and what was, kind of yup. Oh, he definitely won. He actually got in the end zone. Yeah, he got in the end zone. First Lions jersey. The, one, the only, only line to get in the end zone. So yeah. I, I, I think he should win. All right, all jokes aside, uh, I'm going to go with Miles Killebrew. Wait, really? He didn't win? The fan? No, he didn't. Miles Killebrew showed uh, good awareness in the run game. He had a tackle for a loss. I believe he had six tackles. Not the best in pass coverage, but he can work on that. I like the way he played. He showed he showed really good awareness. Yeah, I like Miles. I believe he played the entire game, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, he was out there all game. Yeah. He got a lot of he got a lot of reps out there, which is you know needed. You know, he's nowhere near safe for a roster spot, but yeah, he was impressive out there. D Virgin was really good when he yeah. had the chance. He had the one uh pass interference. And then um another guy I was actually kind of when he got the chance and he was playing, Brandon Powell, he looked pretty good when he was out there. So yeah, Jamal yeah, Agnew also. I'm let, I was surprised that they put Agnew on and kill Harry. I mean, that's just like a mismatch. Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure if it was schemed that way. I think Harry just was unfortunately unfortunately just at on his side. <laughs> um I don't think they just I don't think they were able to pick Mans. So I guess he was just like the odd man out. I guess. It was yeah. Yeah, but that was—I mean, that was a—that was good coverage. It wasn't bad. It he was, was good just, coverage. He just—he just made a hell of a play on the ball. Yeah, I actually have a question um, because this—this this could be kind of bad with the whole Tom Savage injury. If he cannot go next week, what? What, what are we going to do? Are we going to see a lot of David Fells again? Because if we—if we have to see him again, that's a lot of him. That's going to be kind of bad. All right. Well, all right. What I would do is I would bring Connor Cook back. He knows the system. I mean, somewhat. He was here with us for like for a little. Uh, then you do a workout. You call up Josh Johnson. You call up Brock Osweiler. 
there's not much guys on the market. Maybe you call up a team and see if they're willing to trade someone. Um, I don't. I don't really know. You can't really do much right now. I mean, you just can't. You you hold workouts. You call guys who are familiar. So much. Quadra Diggs played uh, quarterback in high school, right? No, that's not. Are, are you are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> are, you, are you are you kidding me right now? Logan Thomas used to be a quarterback. I mean, he, he's like I think he's an integral part. They they need quarterbacks, <laughs> so they're gonna they're basically gonna probably have a workout. I'm guessing probably tomorrow before they fly out, or maybe on Monday or over the weekend. We'll see. Okay, I don't well, know. But just give me just ask, give me Quadra Dicks. Let, let me ask because how realistically will these guys? If we got a guy brought him for a workout tomorrow, hell, say we signed him Saturday. How realistic will they like will they play for the next preseason game? I mean, he'll be ready. Well, what you do is you just you you sit in the classroom a lot when there's no practice, and you learn the playbook. And in the preseason, the plays are pretty much vanilla. You just have to learn the verbiage, which is sometimes hard. But these guys are vets, and a lot of these guys that I named, Rock Osweiler and uh, Josh Johnson, they've bounced around the league. I just don't know because I don't know what they're going to do if Tom Savage can't go next week. If he can't go next week, I don't know. I honestly don't feel, I honestly don't feel confident that they're going to bring in a guy, have him ready to go to play next week because I know how they are with the whole protocol and it's this protocol and they got to do this and they got to sit out here and they got to learn this, they got to learn that. Just a, just a practice. <laughs> Hell, we still haven't seen Mike Daniels practice yet. Right, yeah. So, just ro- I, I mean, let's just roll a dig. <laughs> no. you, probably, you probably bring back Connor Cook because he, he knows the system and you hold a workout and maybe Phil's gets cut take off your uniform and go brainstorm on how you gonna find a guy because honestly Phil's was really I mean he holds the ball it's hot garbage 14 I mean, he didn't have no time, but when he did have time he held the ball too long hot garbage. He's, just, he's not good he's just not that good I, I, I don't know man this it could be rough if if Tom Savage can't go next week. I don't know. I don't know. We might see a lot of David Fells. We might see three quarters of him. Landry Jones is out there too. You know. Um, I still like Diggs. Josh McCown, I think, <laughs> is out there, but I don't know. I think maybe he retired. I'm not sure. He's retired. Tyler, he Tyler. retired. Yeah. Tyler, would you put Diggs out there over uh, David Fells? Yeah. Hundred percent. If there was, if we're not, if I didn't have to worry about injury concern of Quadra Diggs, I would, I would definitely be putting Quadra Diggs would be out there by now. Oh man, I mean, I got an arm. I could go out there. Oh, okay. Now with that old line, you'll die. Yeah, I got an arm, bro. I, I could. I'm a speedster. I could go run around anywhere. You run around everywhere. Chase okay. One Chase one of you's got nothing on me. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys, that is a wrap to episode 32 of the Pride Podcast. And, you know, I hope you guys did enjoy listening to our coverage on the game. Um, Not the coverage we want to talk about, but, you know, we covered what we saw out there. And, you know, it was unfortunate. But like we said, week one of preseason, you know, hopefully we can come out stronger. Week two, we have a joint practice with the Houston Texans coming up next week. And then the game next Friday. So that'll definitely be interesting to see how that goes. But I'm Tyler from Lions Nation. I'm Pierre from Detroit Lions fan page. I am Malcolm. I'm with the Detroit Lions video page. All right, Lions fans. Hope you guys enjoyed. Peace out, guys. Peace.
Pride Podcast is sponsored by the D-Line, a lifestyle brand celebrated by Detroit and the great state of Michigan. Visit thedline.com for awesome apparel, stickers, and more. Thedline.com for Detroiters made by Detroiters. Time inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.